0: My name is Samma Russell, and you're listening to episode 60 of The Place of Sound. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. And for those of you who have been following along through the past few episodes of the show, welcome back. For those of you who happen to be listening for the first time, The Place of Sound is a show that explores the theme of space or the social geography using sound and listening. We do so through a variety of audio media formats, so you can expect to do a few different types of listening in a single show. Episodes consist of what we refer to as audio portraits, or oral history-style interviews, that explore the topic of home soundscape compositions which use everyday sounds to communicate the personal and social significance of a given place and we typically end the episode with a short documentary style piece that explores the place-based identity of the producer. The aim with these particular projects is to allow the producer to think about the places that made them who they are today. Today's episode marks a special one as we are showcasing a new batch of projects produced in Professor Vincent Androsani's most recent digital media workshop class. This is a course in the Communication and Media Studies program here at Carleton University. These projects, crafted by the communication students, offer a captivating glimpse into the diverse tapestry of human experiences through the power of audio storytelling. In this episode, we'll be listening to an audio portrait, a soundscape composition, and an audio documentary, three projects in total. As you listen, I encourage you to open your ears and listen attentively to the sounds that await. Allow yourself to be transported to new worlds, to walk in the shoes of another, and to immerse yourself fully in the experience that Carleton students have meticulously crafted. Alright, on to the projects. First up, we have Janelle Hamstra's audio portrait titled, Cell Memory. Janelle explores the theme of home beyond just a physical location or feeling. She shares a conversation she had with one of her managers who embarked on a walking pilgrimage called Camino de Santiago. She goes on to share the story of the connection she made to her roots on that journey. Janelle, take it away.
1: Hi, my name is Janelle. I'm in my fourth year at Carleton University, where I've been studying communications and media. In this audio portrait, you'll hear that home is not just a place, an object, a person, or a feeling, but it's built into ourselves, and it's part of us. You'll be hearing from Sylvie, my manager in a corporate work environment, my friend, and one of my favorite storytellers. Listen as she tells the exciting tale of how she discovered home on the Camino de Santiago and confirmed it with a DNA test.
2: But in my heart, it felt every time that I went to Spain, and especially when I did my first walking across Spain, you can't get closer to the earth than walking on it it just it just seemed like I knew I had to be there. But to be in an in a foreign place to get such a a, a strong heart felt I should be here, that was the only place and I've traveled to altogether thirty four countries and I've never felt that way. We went back in seventy eight and seventy nine. I felt the same way. I went back in 2011 to start doing the Camino de Santiago, which is a pilgrimage of 800 kilometers. And again, it was a distinct feeling of, I feel like I belong here, like I should be here. So about three years ago, Ancestry offered a uh, testing for DNA to find out what your ancestry uh, was. My mom is from Ireland and... Um England, and my father was from France. So I was pretty shocked when I opened the report, and it said that my biggest um, clump of of ancestry markers were from the Iberic Peninsula, which is Spain and Portugal. Um, but it it also is comforting that somehow I didn't I didn't arrive on the Camino situation because I wanted to do the Camino. It came about, by some really strange coincidence, which makes me think that there's more to what's going on and my connection to Spain. So I'm glad I made it, and I'm much more aware. So when I do go, um, I really listen to my, my heart and my feelings and, and try to figure out what it was or where I was or where my ancestors were. This Memory... From ancestors to ancestors really stay. They say that the body has memories, the cells have memories. Um, I continue. I read in Spanish. I listen to music in Spanish. I talk to my best friend in Spanish when I feel like I need to speak Spanish. Because I I miss it. It's, It's part of me.
0: What a fascinating story. Thank you to both Janelle and Sylvie for sharing. Now, on to the next project of the episode. Let's dive into Lucas Turnbull's soundscape composition, titled Ripples of Resilience, Navigating the Inner Tides. In this project, Lucas takes us to Mooneys Bay, a place of personal significance. As a former member of Team Canada's Canoe Kayak, Lucas shares his memories and reflections on this familiar waterscape. Through the sounds and ripples of water, he invites us to experience the nostalgia and emotions tied to this cherished location, as if we were right there beside him. Lucas, over to you.
3: Hi, my name is Lucas Turnbull, and this is my soundscape composition of Mooneys Bay, Ottawa, Ontario. In this soundscape composition, I delve into a deeply personal exploration of my relationship with water. Throughout my life, Water has been a source of calm and familiarity, a place where I've always felt at home. However, during my time on Team Canada, this connection took an unexpected turn. In this composition, I invite you to join me on a journey through the soundscape of my experiences on the water and how sport changed that. It's that time of year when the seasons change. I haven't picked up a paddle since I quit Team Canada. It's time to revisit this space and see how it makes me feel. As the gentle ripples of the water caress the shore, a tranquil melody begins to unfold. Soft, soothing tones mirror the peaceful rhythm of each stroke against the water. The paddle moves effortlessly, creating a symphony of calmness that envelops the listener in a serene embrace. I always grew up around water, It's made me feel calm and safe. And when I was on the water, I kind of felt like I was at home. Water's always calm me. It makes me feel weightless. Like all my problems are gone and it's just me and my thoughts. Let me slow it down for a minute. Focus in on the smallest little details. The rippling of the water. The calmness of the birds. Even though this place has filled me with calmness and tranquility, that would soon take a drastic change. Paddling as a sport changed this feeling and replaced it with fear, anxiety, and stress of maintaining my position on Team Canada, getting faster. Winning races, and going to the Olympics.
0: From Canada, Lucas Turquoise. Lucas Turnbull started well. Here is the, the Canadian. Now Cirque is trying to move closer to the others, but now he's fighting for the podium. Canadian gold.
3: See, this is why you can't miss practice. Are you good? Are you cragging? How are, are you faster? What was the, 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 the I do? What was the Nope. It's not a no go. It's satisfied. Was I better than last time? It's almost been four years now and it's funny because now that I'm here I don't associate being around water with those negative feelings. All I remember are the good times. Feeling calm, being with friends on the water, accomplishments, Seems like things have come full circle.
0: Thank you Lucas for that powerful piece. Before we move on to the final project of the episode, here's a public service announcement from Carlton Communications Society.
1: Hey, hey everyone. everyone!
0: My name is Laura Kowalski and I'm the current president for Carleton Communications
1: Society. And my name is Ethan Ormond, and I'm the vice president of the Carleton Communications Society. We wanted to take a few seconds to tell you about the Carleton Communications Society for those of you who might not be familiar. The Carleton Communications Society is a group of dedicated students who work endlessly to make the Communication and Media Studies community the best it can be. We organize networking events for Communication and Media Studies students to meet professors, alumni, and peers. We host casual mixers for you to make friends and participate in games and activities. And overall, we attempt to foster a sense of belonging amongst students so you can connect with one another in the Communication and Media Studies program.
0: Together, we work hard to create a positive and inclusive environment for every student. Whether it's planning exciting school events, providing networking opportunities, are helping you to figure out where a degree in communication and media studies can take you. Carleton Communication Society is here for you. By joining Carleton Communication Society as a general member, you gain access to our monthly newsletters, early access to our activities, discounts at events, as well as the ability to add Carleton Communication Society general membership to your co-curricular record as a CCR credit.
1: To join the Carleton Communication Society as a general member so you don't miss out on any of the fun activities and events we have going on this year, you can visit our Instagram at Society. Click the link in our bio to sign up to be a general member to make sure you stay up to date with all things communication and media studies. Thanks! And make sure to join CCS! CCS.
0: Now, on to the final project of the episode. We'll be listening to Yifan Zhang's audio documentary titled Finding My Way, which chronicles her transformative journey of moving from China to Canada. In her piece, Yifan explores the struggles and uncertainties that come with making big life decisions and the constant wondering we face even after we have made a choice. Through personal reflections, she offers a powerful insight into the complexities of navigating change and identity in a new environment. Ifan, over
4: to you. To whomever is listening, my name is Ifan Zing. I am a fourth-year communication and media studies student at Carlson University. The following is an audio documentary of myself, looking back to what I've experienced and how I got here. I've always been looking for a promising result, a so-called right answer. I was blinded and didn't realize how important are the things I've been ignoring. Hope you enjoy it. People are constantly faced with choices. The most significant decision I have made so far is leaving my hometown, coming to Ottawa. What brought me to Ottawa was my university education, and before I came here, I was attending a university in my hometown, Beijing. <laughs> I got in. They accepted me. I got in. Congratulations! Congratulations! Congratulations. Going to university was a huge thing for an 18-year-old. I didn't have a clue of what I should be doing in university, nor a clear vision of what I should do for my career. I was too overwhelmed by exams to think about my future. All I had in mind at the time was to get a higher grade so that I could go to a high-rank university. Well, the results turned out to be good, and it goes beyond my expectations. Which university are you going to? Beijing International Studies University. Wow, that's a nice school! Good for you! What language do you study, then? Um, not a foreign language studies. I... I study Chinese literature and linguistics. Oh... Um, well... Good luck! A huge reason that I chose this school is my grandmother. That university was the one she graduated from, and she was proud of it. At the time I was applying for admission, she was in the hospital, and there was not much time left for her. I have been living with her since I can remember she was the heartbeat of my family. She was the gentle force that binds us together. I wished her all well and I wanted her to witness me at her alma mater. Even though I had limited choices and programs in the school, it didn't stop me. It wasn't a wise decision. Not only because of the qualification of this major, but also because I didn't think carefully enough when choosing it. What's next? What should I do after university? These are things I hadn't considered and things I should have thought through before I made decisions. It turned out that my interest in literature is only sufficient to consider it as a hobby, not extensive enough to support me in pursuing academic research in the field. I shouldn't… I shouldn't have chose that school. I shouldn't have chose the major. I don't know. I searched for opportunities to connect to things that interest me as a career. It brought me to a student-based organization which serves to manage and support student communities. I was a freshman when I got the chance to take the position of content creator at the promotion design department. After a year, I got a promotion to the director. It was this two-year hands-on experience that built a fundamental knowledge of what I could do as a career. He couldn't be wrong this time. So here I am in Communication and Media Studies at Carlton in Ottawa. Hold on. You think that's the end of the story? Like a happy ending, huh? Studying in second language affected my study more than I expected. And this major requires tons of readings which I needed to spend much more time on than native speakers do. Even with that hard work, I still couldn't get an A. Hey dad. How's it going? Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, no need to worry. I'm good. Mm, Bye. You too. Bye. Take care. I isolated myself, and I would spend my whole day in my bedroom just doing nothing. I kept doubting the decisions I've made and asking myself whether coming to Ottawa was an excuse was another wrong decision. Am I just afraid of not doing well in literature and seeking comfort somewhere else? I must be wrong again. What if I finish my education in Beijing? Would that be better? Would that be the right thing to do? I don't... I don't know. I... I don't know. What if there is no right answer? Looking back to the two-year university life in Beijing, it was a time of growth, connection, and pure, unfiltered joy. It wasn't that bad. Late nights turned into laughter-filled study sessions. You could hear it echoing through the hallways, like the soundtrack to our academic adventures. Cafeteria is more, more than just places to grab a bite. It's where friendship cooked up along our meals. And those lecture halls, they were like bounding areas where textbooks took a backseat to the real lessons and connection. Sunny afternoons on the quad, surrounded by conversations and the gentle flip of pages, those were the moments that painted my canvas. The University Fest, total carnivals of joys and with music, dance, and shared excitement etching unforgettable memories. Whether it was acing a tough exam or just having a quiet chat in the library, each moment added a splash of color to my university journey. What I have experienced made me who I am right now. Am I doing the right thing? Is this… is it the right answer? I don't know. How could I know? I'll never know if what I'm going through is the right answer, but I'll keep looking for it because the journey itself is worthwhile.
0: Thank you, Janelle, Lucas, and Ifan for sharing your amazing projects with us. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Place of Sound. Each project on our show is a testament to the creativity and storytelling of the students in the communications program here at Carleton University. We hope that the stories and sounds you've experienced today have left a lasting impression, sparking curiosity, empathy, and perhaps even a newfound appreciation for the power of audio storytelling. Again, thank you to the fourth year comm students who poured their passion, dedication, and creativity into these projects. Your voices have illuminated the human experience in all its complexity, reminding us of the different paths that we walk. If you're interested in checking out more, have a look at theplaceofsound.ca where you're not only able to hear more audio media, but in some cases, to see some of the original photos and the writing that students produce to go along with it. There's also a featured work section on the site's blog, where you can access some notable individual projects, and in the classes section, you can have a look at some of the work produced in each of the previous semesters. But in the meantime, keep your ear out for upcoming episodes of the show, which air on CKCU Radio every other Monday at 6.30 p.m. and are available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again on our next auditory adventure, keep listening to the world around you and may the symphony of stories continue to resonate within you. Goodbye for now and take care.